Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos on our favorite shows. My name is Cece, and today I'm actually doing two wines. I ain't gonna lie, we're trying to get our shit together. I took a sample of this new wine that I was trying, it's a little too strong. And you know, I, I'm, I don't know what kind of decisions I plan on making when I leave here, so I had to just go for what was safe. So the first one that I'm drinking, y'all know I'm a red girl. So I'm oh. back drinking red. Um, is Han GSM and it's a Grenache, Syrah, and more Verde, Verde, whatever the hell mixture. Um, I took this from my grandparents' house. My grandfather with his old ass. He is a caterer. He loves to cook. So whenever he does oh. venues and there's like extra um bottles or whatever like he's always bringing shit home so yes, outside right. of me going shopping I actually go and like go to my grandparents house sometimes and like raid their cabinet because he's 81 he don't need to be getting fucked up that's why your ass can cook like a grandma y'all CC so did this the other day Sunday and laid that shit out that explains it yeah. your ass you know 14.5 it's really my dad's side of the family because my granddaddy really the only one on our side of family that know how to like throw down for real mm. but yeah he loves food all of us he's tried to get all of us to work at the place that he's literally been at the same uh restaurant since before I was born like I'm talking about my mom and her siblings work there so like yeah he has literally worked all his life so yeah he told me that I could have this and it's literally a red blend and it says that it offers an aroma of black cherry white pepper and cinnamon and layered flavors of ripe raspberry, strawberry, and cherry. Um, and it's best paired with grilled lamb chops, turkey burgers, and aged Ooh, hard cheese. That's very specific. So, so this, this, that shit is 14.5%. And I took that one sip. I might bring this. You should. You should. I'm making Jordan, because um, we he went grocery shopping the other day, and then we're going to get a lot of wine and stuff. We mainly gonna get whites because most of my girlfriends like y'all love whites, but we gonna mm-hmm. get a couple reds too. But bring that one because that sounds like that shit. I was, I was gonna bring some California roots too. Oh, well, we just gonna have plenty of wine, bitch. You gonna get fucked up. Yeah. You ain't going nowhere. So yeah, I, I poured some in the cup. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, let me just take a little swig. And baby, I said, ooh, this shit put some hammer chest, had my fucking eye twitching. So let, me get, <laughs> let me get something else because I got shit to do like I got content to film when we're done filming the show oh, so yeah. if y'all like a red wine you like get fucked up this is for I guess a more mature wine tasting if you if you at that point where you're over wanting like Moscato or Stella Rosa the sweet shit and you can handle a little bit of bitterness with like a good a, a nice taste to it Han is that girl like this wine is really good um and then so the wine that I'll be drinking throughout the show after I finish literally like this little shot of it it's just my winemaker selection Pinot Grigio I had to just go with what I know and it's 12.5 percent why are we alike that's what you're drinking too I'm I'm doing too like I had I had some Ruffino Prosecco left and it's like 12 percent um and it just had like a glass worth left and then once I finish this, because you know it ain't gonna take long, I'm trying out Debonair Savion Blanc. It was cheap, mm-hmm. so I got it. Um, and it's 12%. And it was created and produced in Chile, Chile. So not Uchao. Yeah, yeah, Uchao. It was produced in Chow, Chow. 
Cha-cha. So yeah, we both like swapping out this week. Also, another one I'm gonna put y'all on. I don't know why, but I feel like Sutter Homes kind of gave me like a bad connotation. Like I feel like people are like, oh, Sutter Homes is cheap. But you know, now that I'm an adult, I understand that sometimes cheap wine be that girl. I go low so, and high, so. Yeah. So I never tried Sutter Homes, baby. Really? Me, me and Jay got some Sutter Home Rosé last, white Zippendale last night. And y'all know I'm a white Zippendale bitch, baby. I tell you that shit had me leaning. I had to, uh, while I drove home, I had to, that's that cornbread that I was finishing. Jay cut me a big ass slice. I had to, I had to soak that shit up because mm-hmm. that white Ziffindale was doing what she do. I said, damn, that's better than the oak leaf version. Now I got a whole new, um, a new you really to think go so? to. Yes. I I love I've been drinking leaf. Sutter Home for a while. So I guess maybe I'm just so used to the taste. I feel like Oak Leaf get me where I need to get faster. And Sutter Home sometimes take a while. Maybe I'm just tripping. I could just be a wino. I was also high too. So that could be it. Okay. But it was like the okay. taste was very refreshing. It was very potent. And then we had the nerve to have two bottles. I said, girl, uh-uh, I got to go home. <laughs> I, I know you feeling it. And you, you already at home with your man, girl. I need right. to go home. I need to go home and uh, take and take my man off the charger, please. Okay. Uh- <laughs> Before we get started with tonight's episode, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Rewind and Recap. That's R-E-W-I-N-E-A-N-D-R-E-C-A-P. And if you enjoy live tweeting with us or just watching the show or listening to our show, make sure you guys leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love hearing you guys' feedback. Do understand that it is feedback. It is not law. We do try to incorporate and take into consideration um, how you guys feel because although we do this show for us, we do understand we're putting it out to the masses. So we try to make it to where it's cohesive to you guys liking it as well. So again, keep leaving that feedback. Ooh fucked up already preferably five stars but you know let us know what you like about the show what's your most what's your favorite section i feel like i wish we could start doing like listener letters or something have people like time in yes about like the show like people being able to like share their opinion Mm -hmm. about the episode and we read off i mean we kind of do that already with what was said sweetie but I don't know. We could find a way to from their perspective. No, nah, I can. Mm-hmm. Let me see if we got any new reviews because I do want to start reading our reviews as we get them. Just to let y'all know that we see what you're saying. We appreciate you. Haven't gotten a new one yet, but we are four point four point three out of five on Apple Podcasts with twenty one ratings. So yeah, like thank y'all for fucking with us as usual. Yes, it warms my heart when y'all be like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear what y'all have to say," and I'll be like, "That's uh, shit." <laughs> Because Alicia the Great say that, and we be loving her tweets. And I was like, thank you, Ron. Thank you. So this episode, I'm let y'all know right now, is going to be a little bit long, because y'all know our bitches from Potomac done came back. Hello. So we're going to address the meeting at the end of Mass, because that, I'm not going to lie, that episode was a little weak. It was. So let's go ahead and jump into the hot topics, because baby... It was a lot of shit going on in this past episode. So we're going to start out in the dodgeball groups where we pretty much left off that, where Lindy and Miguel were venting their frustrations with each other. 
to their teammates for the dodgeball team. I appreciate Lindy standing up for herself. And it's crazy because I tweeted some shit where I was like, I wonder if Lindy realized that he'd be playing in her face. And then when her confessional, as I was pressing sin, she's like, yeah, because I think that he thinks that he's like trying to, manip-. I said, you know what? You see it. So mm-hmm. you see it. And I appreciate yeah. that because I feel like a lot of women get manipulated and they don't realize that like, oh, this nigga playing on my top. Mm-hmm. And Lindy was like, nah, I see you. I'm not going for it. This is what we can do to resolve it. But this is what you're not going to do. Yeah. And like for Miguel to be over there with them playing victim, Sasha or Stacia, Sasha, that's her name. She was not Mm -hmm. for his shit is like, nigga, I see you. And I just don't know that I could take your side in everything that's been going on. We thought that Nate was uninterested and he probably was, but he did give her some very sound advice towards the end. Just talking about, you know, how he views the situation and like, yeah, I feel like respecting Lindy's maturity and seeing it for what it was. And then when she mentioned something about it being controlling and Alexis was like, girl, same, like, girl, ah, shut the hell up. He just didn't want your ass yeah. in the street shaking you your ass. Your, if you don't shut your whore mouth, Shut your whore mouth, little bitch. <laughs> like, I just, it's like, girl, like the way that you try to make Justin the villain is just crazy to me. If anything, he is guilty of being too fucking emotional and not sticking up for himself enough, which we saw change this episode. And I appreciate that. Cause I said, yeah, I need you to hop on her ass. Cause she, she's sliding under the radar. And if the experts ain't gonna hold her ass accountable, the person who gotta be with her need to start. Cause this is Justin, what your life is going to be like if you don't check her or get her to fuck out your life. Justin and Lindy definitely had their brains on this episode. And I also really like how, even though she was emotional cause she was hurt, she was peeping game. She was peeping how Miguel was basically trying to like make her be something that she's not and how she is walking on eggshells and how she feels like she can't be herself. I'm just happy that she at least is recognizing those things and she's not, blaming herself as much as he's trying to blame her and she's like no like I don't feel like I'm not being Kristen right right her eyes are open to the point where it's like I care about how he feels and I love him but it's like I gotta be myself too so I'm really happy that her brain is still operating yeah because I think a lot of times and I let me just raise my hand because I ain't about to be the the what is it the pot calling the kettle black Mm-hmm. I have been there sometimes too but that's because I feel like I go out my way to try not to be offensive towards people so mm-hmm. when shit goes left I'll try to go okay well what's the role I played in it what did I do when you can recognize like no this is actually happening to me and I'm not gonna let you gaslight me into thinking that I did something wrong I refuse yeah I'm not gonna do that we're, we're not gonna do that we're not doing this I and I said I know I know that's right Lindy because like half-ass too and let me just say this because a lot of y'all are like oh Lindy is kooky blah 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 in our mentions yeah. because let me y'all, y'all know I'm not really using my Twitter like that right now so I have a lot Ooh. more time to like interact with y'all because I'm not using my other Twitter and also to help build our engagement but a lot of y'all talking shit about Lindy but it's like 
We're talking about right now. We're not talking about how she's been in the past. And if we're going to just go off this retreat, Miguel has been dead ass wrong this entire retreat. I don't want to hear nothing about no shit that Lindy did in the past. Lindy being immature. Lindy did this. We're talking about the way that this motherfucker treated her right now. And he already said that his bad day or his bad moment he was having had something to do with work, not with Lindy. Therefore, if you had that problem at work, you should have left that problem at work. Why would you bring that to somebody else's retreat? Because like, if you can't go to the mountains, where else can you go? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, so please, because we hold Lindy the fuck accountable on this show too, but Miguel has been showing his ass. And y'all know, if y'all been listening to the show since we started recapping, I've hated Miguel from jump. Been seen through his bullshit. Yeah, we have. So I, yeah. I agree with that. And I feel like, I don't like how people are trying to like use her being airheaded or bubbly as like a pass for Miguel to shit on her. Like, no, like she's not, Melinda's not stupid at all. She's very aware and very emotionally intelligent. Is she a little, you know, kooky, lightheaded, like airheaded, bubbly, just fun, go with the flow, free spirited? Yes, but the bitch got her marbles. Now, does she lose them from time to time? Absolutely. But I feel like she always found them and put them back. So it's like, people are just like, oh yeah, he tapped this on her brain because she's stupid. Because like, no, I don't think she's stupid. I think she definitely- She's a doctor. doctor. Right. I think she's definitely, she's a physical therapist. Is that a doctor? Well, she got her doctorate. Oh, okay. I feel like she definitely is still aware and keep her eyes open to what the fuck is going on. Mm. Did you pee in the car ride on the way back from the retreat with Alexis and Justin? And she was, yeah. they were talking about I got, that, I got it in there. Oh, bitch. I'm sorry. Okay. Bitch. Mm. Yeah. So we'll move on to the workouts. Mm-hmm. Because while they were still at this retreat, um, Justin and Nate went to work out. Now, I thought that was I, when they got home. My bad. Hmm? I thought that was when they got home. My bad. Mm-mm. So literally... They're talking and you know, state and state and Nasha. God damn. Mm. <laughs> and Sasha were kind of having a conversation about the living arrangements and so on and so forth. Why, after you just talked about how Alexis is messy, would you feel the need to go and tell her your personal business that you're going through with your husband? Well, a man who also thinks that she's messy and don't care for her is crazy. Like, where your brain at? Are you well? Bitch, you know your you husband well? this woman a liar and love gossip. Y'all just outed her and basically said she is responsible for Ben and Morgan's divorce, which she is. And you feel like she's the one you can tell your hopes, dreams, and secrets and heartaches to? Girl, Stasia, you stupid as hell. Stupid so as that hell. I didn't understand no but she kept saying like my house and so we're gonna talk about that in the what's tea question but I just feel like personally as a woman I don't know I feel like I don't know it's just different I feel like as a woman I would rather move in with my man because if he got me fucked up, I could just go leave and get my own shit. Exactly. Versus moving somebody into my shit because it it out. How I want it. And I feel like most men have horrible home decor taste anyways. 
So if you were to go live with your man, you doing what you want to do in the house will still work out because what opinion he gonna have? Nate apartment didn't look bad, but it wouldn't no goddamn home um what is it home interior them old ass parties that they used to have like it wouldn't get an HGTV, but <laughs> the fact that you keep referring to it as my house, of course, it would make him feel uncomfortable. And it was Alexa's line of questioning that was just very like, girl, please. I never trust her. Excuse me. I never trust her. Period. But I damn sure don't trust her when she's talking to people about their relationship. Her questioning always feels like she want to uncover the darkest shit, get the juiciest gossip so she can mm-hmm. put it in her pocket and be like, you know, at the outing. At the outing. Yeah. Remember when you said my house about Nate? So have y'all talked about that and how you feel? Right. Like she did at the dinner. So, mate, are you attracted to Kristen? Are you attracted to your wife? Like, it just felt like that was just some shady shit. Like, just the way she asked things and the way I know what her fucking intention is. I don't see how anybody could ever share anything. What if that's the reason why Nate and Sasha get into it on this last episode, on this next episode? Because all that shit she gonna put in her ear. And then Sasha Mm -hmm. gonna go back and and regress back to her bullshit. And start making Nate yep. feel like what he's doing is not enough. I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. That's not what I said to her. Alexis made me do it. Yep. <laughs> so Alexis is full of shit because then she started to talk about like, you know, Justin's outbursts and how she feels like she doesn't know she can deal with that. And it's like, girl, you don't want to be with Justin, period. So trying to use his outbursts, which are really just responses to your disrespect and, your, and you kind of being condescending towards him, is crazy to me. Like, you want to be a victim so bad. Like, it's always Justin. It's never Alexis. Alexis never mm-hmm. does anything wrong. And when Nate, not when Nate, when um, Justin started to share with Nate while they were lifting weights, just about, like, you know, the dog situation and how he made that sacrifice for the marriage. And, you know, he asked Alexis about her choice. And she, whatever he said to Nate, Nate got in that confession. He was like, I don't trust Alexis. I think mm-hmm. Alexis is a liar. Mm-hmm. personally yeah like i, I said damn it. Nate, you just gonna unleash the chopper like that I, he got Period. straight to the fucking point <laughs> he ain't wasting no time camera rolling bet i hate that bitch he's a liar she's like damn. <laughs> that Period. is like a major accusation but because i feel like nate is like a no bullshitter i believe him because i see the shit she is a liar she is full of ain't that shit. much editing in the world girl and ain't I, that I, much editing in the world that is why Nate is my favorite because he always yep. don't tell how it really the fuck is. You know, I think I am a good judge of character because Nate, from that moment he told that girl to get on her knees, I knew he was going to be something special in my heart. Oh, our intuition and discernment be on 24-7. I knew it. I knew it. So, yeah, Justin was just like basically saying like his decision is going to be based upon hers and I just didn't like that. And then even with Alexis talking and saying like how, you know, like the line of questioning was just very weird with Justin and how she doesn't like the fact that Justin's answer is based upon what she has to say. And it's like, it should be because you're the one that has been consistently causing issues and getting the uncertainty in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she's the type of manipulative person where on decision day, she would make Justin say his answer first, just so that she could still have the shock factor of telling his ass no. 
Yep. Like, you keep trying to save face or humiliation and you keep operating out of your trauma if you even really have any, bitch. And it's annoying. See, she is the one inflicting the damn trauma. Like, bitch, you're an abuser. You are what people go to therapy for, Alexis. Girl. Period. Girl. So fucking annoying. So anyways, let's move on to the couples. Kristen and Mitch, because it really, it was something there, but not really much. I felt like it was worth discussing. Hold on. I, 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 I gotta go back real quick, because... Mm-hmm. You childish as hell for saying Justin's form is weak in the gym. But also... I didn't see that. Yeah, like... <laughs> he... To lift them arms, like, them arms weak, nigga. I do 40 pounds. That's nothing. That's how you get your chest to lift. That's how you get your arms nice, your back nice. Like... You be strong. You put some weight on talking about some. I must do 40. Boy, get your weak ass up. <laughs> he built like an auntie. But... I was happy to see that his eyes are open like a smoker too because for him to be like, I feel like I was played. Nigga, you were absolutely right. You were a few weeks late, but you were absolutely right. We been when your ass got played. And bamboozled. Jinkies. Bamboozled. It's like, I people have been saying this to us in our mentions and I agree that Alexis came on this show for attention for like, social media attention maybe brand deals because she always you know got her hair done and kind of dressing kind of okay um I think the prime outfit was her best um but I do feel like she is not here for real marriage I think she's here to be seen to Mm -hmm. let people see her personality much to look at she thought she was gonna eat and she did it and I think that that's really what her motive was for being here and it shows because it's like just the way that she talks to Justin we're gonna get there the way she treats him, the way she talks to other people, it just feels very vindictive and just like mean. Like, you're a mean girl. And it's like she must can't fight because she could have went on Bad Girls Club or Baddie South or whatever the hell that shit called that y'all be. I watching. feel like that's where she belongs because she runs her fucking mouth. She loves gossip. She be in everybody else's business. I feel like in an argument, she probably could, you know, say some slick shit to kind of go below the belt. I I, I just don't feel like she really want to be married but that's I was just happy to see Justin is realizing that he got played and that he's leaning more towards a no because nigga go get your dog back but period free Maya till it's backwards free my nigga Maya bro so Mitch and this damn company trip he's on Mm. why are you so concerned about trying to be single Mitch still while being married Mitch that don't make sense you can still have your friendships and do and be certain places without having to compromise your marriage and maybe maybe because I do know that uh, people are a lot more insecure than they like to let on but I feel like even when I was in a relationship I was very cognizant of my partner you know like I'm not going to go out to a club and be flirting and letting niggas be in my face and all kind of extra shit knowing that I got a nigga at home but I'm not gonna walk out the house not looking like a bad bitch because at the end of the day my man know that I'm coming back home to him yeah and the same with him like you can go out go have fun I love a good strip club moment go live your life like yep I'm not your security guard I'm not your parent like I want you to live your life because I don't want you to come in the house with resentment for me for you having to basically compartmentalize who you really are 
there are certain boundaries and certain levels of respect that you definitely need to have when it comes down to your relationship. But I feel like trying to control a person and not in a way that Alexis was trying to say Justin was controlling her, but to try to control somebody's every move because you're in a relationship with them is stupid. Yeah. And Kristen is insecure. And I feel like for Mitch to know that there's just a certain way you can't joke around with a bitch when you're insecure, especially if you know that you're in this. So to say, mention, yeah. oh, I want to be single, Mitch, it's like, like I, think, I see a single Mitch connection with this. Like, Mitch, you just, words mean things and you need to learn something. I think that Kristen is a little insecure because her last nigga definitely was cheating on her for like six months. So I think mm-hmm. there's still some scars there. And not to say that she needs to be fully healed because even though, excuse me, I got cheated on. I still have those moments where it's like, I don't think Jordan gonna cheat on me, but it's still like, do you still like me? Like, you know what I mean? I'll be one like, am I getting on your nerves yet? And it's like, you still have those moments where you, you're a little triggered and you just want that affirmation. I think that's where that affirmation desire comes in because you just want to know that like, you're happy with me and I'm good enough. And like, this is a secure, safe space. And like, you're not gonna just run out and leave or just you know betray our relationship and betray our trust and so you she definitely I probably needs to spend some more time unpacking that because you don't want to go into a marriage let alone a relationship insecure but there's nothing wrong if like you have trigger moments that you need to talk through or address and tell your partner like hey I need this in order to feel secure about you and you not wearing your ring it's not making me feel very secure so I definitely feel like Mitch was wrong for that because you could have sure. just wore your ring and been like, yeah, I'm married. It's a long story, but it's a little private. It's a televised process. And I would rather share after the process is no longer being televised. I'm sure his coworkers would have respected that. You got so much to say about anything else. You trying to see if it was some bitches out there. That's what I'm saying. I think he wanted to see what his options are. And it's like, nigga, you 41. Don't nobody want you. And then his excuse was like, oh, and y'all headline receipt. I would have had to explain everything. They would have wanted me to do a presentation. Like, nigga, you could have just locked that shit in. Like, I'm not comfortable. We can talk about it after our eight week process is over. And me and Kristen have made more process, but I don't want to get into it at the conference. This is work. We can talk about that, you know, at another time. I'm like, support the show. It should be out in a couple months. Get the ratings up. Like, I can't speak about it. It's actually an NDA, which it really is. Like, it, Right. They literally have to get off social media and lock their accounts. So it's like, you could have definitely used your words and made them understand what your situation was. And I feel like Mitch could have instilled more trust by wearing his ring. I seriously do. And the fact that Kristen... <laughs> Were there cute girls there when she said that? I girl, said, oh, girl. girl, you need to speak up for yourself. Because that was the moment to be like, I would have rather you wore your ring as a sign of our marriage, which is legally binding. You didn't have to tell everybody too much, but it would have made me feel like you are really in this. And then you wouldn't even slick about it. You let her catch you without the ring. She didn't give a fuck. Oh, it. it's, no, it's in the car. Oh, sorry. What the Oh, Mitch, still don't like him. But Kristen, like I've said before, she makes it very hard to champion her because she stands up and then she sits right the fuck back down. So yep. it's like, girl, if you like it, I love it at this point. I don't give a fuck. Hello. Let's get on to 
the dysfunctional niggas, Lindy and Miguel. Miguel, I I want to say that I can't even call him manipulative because Lindy Pete, so you really is it really manipulation if she's seeing somebody catch it on is? to it? <laughs> so let it me is. just say he's a condescending dickhead. Yeah. And Lindy deserves better. Like I like I said earlier, because we were talking about the whole dodgeball thing and I'm talking about the mm. relationship. I feel like so many of y'all keep getting caught up on like Lindy's outbursts, which again, we rightfully dragged her. That's why I call her Ellen and Lindy because right. her ass is a little kooky. Mm-hmm. Miguel's behavior has not flown under the radar. If anything, they don't need to be together because of her, because of their personalities. But Miguel, the way that he tries to manipulate a situation to make Lindy second guess herself or second guess how she feels is just such a disgusting thing to see. Like, I, I can't. And when she was like, I'm so happy to be home from that retreat. Like, I hated every minute of it. It was like, no, you hated the way that Miguel made that experience for you. Because I think getting away spending time with your newfound friends because y'all going through the same experiment together then also like them planning a prom for you because you've never had that opportunity your husband ruined it you yep. really want to play dodgeball in that moment during a dodgeball game and we forgot to fucking talk about that but we could talk about it right now since we talking about them mm-hmm. during a dodgeball game he got mad I was like oh no no rooting for your husband bitch you not on my team so no, right now, no, I'm not rooting for you. I'm rooting for the person that's on my team so that way my team fucking wins. Mm-hmm. And then when he brought his dumb ass over to her in they little dugout area after the dodgeball game, for him to try to be like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Like, yes, the fuck you did. You were trying to break her down and be mean to her. She know what she felt. We all saw it. She felt it. Stop trying to act like you weren't being serious in that moment because you were. I think and when you saw that you couldn't get her to react, then it was like, oh, let me scale it back. Abort mission, abort mission, because it yeah. ain't all the way that I, I was expecting her to blow up. Like, and to that point, like that. that's why, and to that point, that's why I would like charge him with attempted manipulation. Because it's like, you know how, like, like you said, if it, is it really manipulation if she peeped the tea? And is it really murder if you didn't really kill him? So it's like attempted manipulation. <laughs> because I really feel like Lindy is very emotionally intelligent and that's the one thing I feel like that's keeping her sane through this whole process because she's, even though she's hurt, she's emotional, she's frustrated, the bitch still pee. And she's like, no, 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 nigga. You're not finna change me. You're not finna have me walking on eggshells for the rest of my life. Something got to give or I'm gonna get the fuck out. And I really just feel like it's, it's coming to that point. I don't feel like they need to be married either. I feel like he is too... Because they say opposites attract, but he is too logical, too scientific. Like he is just too much. And she's very free spirited and creative and she wants to just, you know, and sometimes that can work. But I feel like when it's so far on the spectrum, like these two, because she's so free spirited and he's so logical, it, it, it's really hard to come to the middle. And that's why I just feel like it's not going to work because he seems very stubborn. He's very condescending, like you said. And I haven't really seen him try to He's understand a liar. Her. Yeah, try to understand her and be empathetic and put himself in her shoes. It's always you need to understand what I'm saying, Lindy. You need to get it together. You 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 it's never like, okay, I Miguel can do this. I can change this. I can probably, you know, work on 
appealing to your interests and your personality and trying to understand you better and we can come to the same level it's never that type of like exchange and he tries to use his words and his wit girl to trip her up and I don't mm-hmm. like shit like that yeah I hate I hate when people do that like me like do that to me whenever you catch on to they bullshit and you making sense and they be like well it wasn't really like that because you know you like to take no bitch it's exactly what the fuck I felt it was like and mm-hmm. I'm saying what the fuck I feel and if you're gonna invalidate it this conversation about to be over yep like I mm-mm, I don't like that I don't like that I don't mm-hmm. like that I don't like that like yeah she just got on him and I appreciate the moment she got on him was like talking about working through the hardship she was like marriage is constant work like it's never going to be easy you took something that was so small and made it into a big issue we're going to constantly be going through stuff so if your result every time something is going on is that you don't want to be here you're not going to fight through it then what are we doing one thing I would say about Lindy that Kristen don't do is she'll really speak up for herself and like stand in that shit and she'll stand up and stay the fuck up she pulled and, them panty drawers up to her chin, bitch. Girl, she was not with him. And I, I respect her for that because Miguel can be very like try to talk over people and you know try to try to talk to the point where shit go over your head and he's hoping that it go over like talking like you stupid or some shit. And I'm really mm-hmm. happy when she like be bringing him down like no nigga you're the one who has a distorted view of what marriage really Period. is. This shit is not going to be hunky-dory every fucking time. This ain't Dungeons and Dragons. We're going to actually have issues that we have to work through. That dumbass game. Dumbass game. And marriage is about seeing it through those seasons of our marriage. If you can't handle me in the first fucking eight weeks, nigga, I don't know what to tell you about a fucking lifetime. It's no just pun intended. perfect. Boom, you caught it because I was going to say it, but I didn't. It's just never going to be perfect. And I don't feel like Miguel is ready to do that. Now, somebody said he was gay and I ain't got nothing to do with that. But I don't I don't think that's the case. But I just feel like he is very much one of those niggas who wants to copy and paste a woman into his life. And I've talked to niggas like that, a nigga like that before. They don't change. They don't change. They see who they see and mm-hmm. that's just that. Yep. I don't have the patience. Like, I, it takes I very know. little for me to clock out. <laughs> because personally what you laughing at me yes yeah because personally I feel like I am I am someone who like I like a man that's sweet on me so the second that um, you start making some shit unnecessarily difficult I'm out because what like why are we doing this and I feel like Miguel is constantly trying to test Lindy to see how hard he how much he can bend her and if she's going to break and then when she breaks it's like well look at what you did and it's like but nigga Mm -hmm. it was literally a fucking response to your bullshit now don't get me wrong lindy has went off on the deep end unprovoked but we're not talking about that right now we're talking about the current moment and for Miguel right. to know that she is capable of doing that and for you to still test those boundaries, you are a nasty-ass human being. I feel like if I knew that my man hated when I clicked my nails together and it like he's like, stop doing that shit, mm-hmm. then why would I purposely get beside him to click it if I wasn't trying to get a reaction? When you know people's triggers and they share them with you, why do you still push those, push those boundaries? Exactly on purpose like when you love people or you care about them you don't do shit to hurt them on purpose that's weird hello 
But Miguel, he don't give a fuck. So he gonna do it and anyway. Don't. And don't. And I'm tired of y'all being in our mentions. Some of y'all making fucking excuses for him behind these fake ass fan pages. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's Miguel's Dungeon and Dragons ad. You swear everybody got a burner. I girl, because you know. If y'all are cheering for Miguel and root for him, I'm really concerned about you disturbing. and your mental health because it's like this is clear manipulation, clear gaslighting, and clear emotional abuse. So like y'all might need to go to the same fucking psychiatric ward that he need to get admitted into, but that's neither here nor there. Lindy got her insurance, child, I guess. Chanel. I just I wouldn't even accept that insurance because it's like at what right. at what like what do I have to deal with? And that's what I'm saying. It felt like he was giving it to her and like, you know, so you're gonna change that name. That was the it just felt like that. And when she was still holding true to like, nah, like I like my name. Like, is that's a big change and I'm not ready to do that yet. Well, fine, you can be that forever. I'm like, oh Jesus. Okay. Once again, you're doing that dumb shit. Had an outburst. But you want to talk about her fucking outbursts. He's just, uh, he irritates the fuck out of my soul. Like, oh, yeah. I, I cannot like express how much I hate Miguel enough. Like, he looks so like he smells like eggs, milk, and gym. Like earring backs and wet spit. Mm, oh, don't say that. I gotta eat this food. I'm mm. sorry, friend. Yeah, but yeah, he's fucking weird. Like, oh, go the fuck away. Like, I, mm-mm, mm-mm, I can't. So, yeah. Now that that is out of the way, with they crazy asses. Wait, did we talk about Dungeons? Let's get to the game. I'm about to get to it. Let's oh. get to this game with them, girl. That pissed me. Mastoria, Mastoria, really. You didn't even try to camouflage it. And when I said, do she even realize that this game is about her? She was like, you know, in some weird way, this story relates to us. And I said, I, that's when I tweeted. I was like, never mind. She peeped. Her brain is on. Like, why yeah. are you, like, you're being passive aggressive and you want to talk about venting and friends. You created a whole fucking game storyline that you played in front of your fucking friends mm-hmm. to embarrass your wife and essentially try to get off how you really feel about y'all connection and covered it up as a Dungeons and Dragons game. If I was Lindy, I'd have been like, well, personally, I could tell you how to solve it. When they both get to the tower, they can just say no. Oh! The bear can run off and go be by himself. Your stupid ass. Is that how the game, is that how we solve the game? I think that's a good idea. But you want to talk about her fucking venting to somebody like you ain't, nigga, you was just all ears venting about her to Stephanie, a bitch who really ain't even Lindy friend. Out all her shit. But when she do it, it's a problem. And then the thing is, you didn't even, she, at least she did it to somebody that's close to her. Nigga, you did it to somebody that's close to you, that's close to her, not mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking dumb? Again, always finding a reason to fucking poke and pick with her anything yep i thought that was so childish and so petty and so hypocritical like you said he literally was like egging on her quote-unquote friend to talk shit about her and he continued to share share shit about her to somebody that was close to lindy quote-unquote and it's like you've gone behind her back and said shit you using this petty ass storyline in front of company like 
Nigga, you want to talk? It was so fucked up. I hope Lindy comes on a reunion and was like, yeah, Stephanie and I are no longer, we don't see each other anymore. Mm-hmm. She she went away. <laughs> Would you please? I love how Lindy's friend was like, can I punch this guy during the game? I was like, I, I like her. Because she catching on to this bullshit. She is. That's a friend. Like, y'all don't mean, I'm like, I wouldn't have been like, can I punch this guy? I'd be like, Miguel, stand up. You want to play a game this way? We can do real time. <laughs> you, ever, you ever played slap boxing in school? A pencil fight? Oh my God. Yes. That's how you know I'm a nigga. We used I to play like those, the pencil, um, the flick too. You know when somebody hold the pencil yep. and you flick, you hold your pencil. We used to do that shit too. I used to break so many damn pencils. I was terrible. A bad kid. But yeah, like Miguel, it was just like, you dead ass right now. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about communication. This is what you're doing to your wife in front of mixed company. Okay. And I think let that be the lesson. I feel like that's the theme of the week. Yep. If you don't know what somebody's response is going to be, don't test it in front of strangers. Yeah. Because for him to do that shit to Lindy and then expect her to be fucking nice, nah. Absolutely not. Yeah. You got me fucked up. So that nigga's crazy. Girl. On to Alexis and Justin. Girl, when they was in his car coming back from a retreat and she shared with Justin, I wish I could be freaky like Stasia, like Stacia. It's like she is like, what? Humiliate him. He's like, what? It's like, babe, you can be freaky, can be which freaky. also made my lip go like, mm. yeah. It's I don't want to know about you. I have to say, yeah, not. It's thinking him. It's thinking him. So, and she was like, he was like, something, something, something about the stamina. Babe, it only happened one time. I said, damn. Now she made him admit that he had weak stroke game after Girl. he done lied and told Justin that it was beautiful. I felt bad. No, he, like, so, Nate. he legit was trying to like not talk about it. He was trying to like do damage control when she mm-hmm. said, I wish I could be freaky, but you be freaky. He's like, one thing I do want to work on, you know, get in the gym, get my stamina, get on that treadmill, my stamina up. And he's like, well, you know, we do have our problems. And I'm, I'm just like, girl, like you're, you're hinting at the fact that maybe he couldn't get it up or keep it up or he came quick. That's what I got from, we do have different, pro- you know, because he immediately went to like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to work on my stamina and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get it together. I just, I, I just hate when she does shit like this. They got any classes that'll help you with that thrust? I said, Alexis. And she literally did a movement. She said, they got a, a machine for that thrust. I said, oh my God. I feel so bad for Justin because you basically just outed this man's like performance in the bedroom. His face in that car. I I said, damn. Yeah. One thing I will say that I like about the other couples, they are, well, at least with Chris and Mitch, like, you know, when he made that joke during sex and during their therapy session, they opted out of sharing it just out of respect Mm -hmm. for one another. That's what I'm saying. Like, even though this show, and I think, People like Alexis think, well, it's a show. They're filming it. We need to talk about it. We need to talk about everything. And it's like, but no, you don't want to talk about everything. You can still talk about stuff in your marriage and share your real issues without 
it being at sharing everything your partner yeah and embarrassing them like you can still be like hey like I would love for us to explore more in the bedroom and kind of branch out without saying like they got a machine to help you with your thrusts like girl what are you gaining from and I just feel like when you look at Justin and his demeanor and his posture how he always said why would you expect him to be nigga that can put your head through the wall you knew what that was when you saw that demeanor exactly like you're gonna have to probably teach him or just leave like it, it's just simple and so I just feel like she always tries at every angle and we've said this embarrass that man mm-hmm. simple and plain she's very disrespectful mm-hmm. and actually like it just crushed Justin because it's like once again here go another jab that she taking and I just don't know you know, if that was bad for her and we don't have enough time to fuck before decision day, if she going to be out. Exactly. So personally, I just want to share a tidbit like that because I talked about it. I don't, I mean, I don't be in other women's bedroom, but I feel like be vocal in the moment of you having sex. If he's not hitting the that moment. shit, if he's not hitting that shit right, you better guide it, tell him calm down you too rough you doing too much stay right here I like this stay right here here just like that do this you like a little choke put his hand on your throat you gotta not grab a little bit hard you gotta yeah. then like, oh oh okay that's what she like like you right. know what I'm saying? like the same thing like I'm so glad my parents will never listen to this show. Even though I don't give a fuck, bitch. I'm 30. I'm grown. I could talk my shit. Boom. I feel like when it comes down to just like sex, like I really like to please my partner. Mm-hmm. So I feel like be vocal. Say what you like. Like it's some some lines that I ain't gonna cross. Cause you know, you gotta say something for your husband. We keep a little trick in the tuck or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I just feel like it's very important to just speak up during sex when it comes down to your partner because it makes a difference in the experience. And you know, sometimes that first time it can be a little like, mm, unless yeah. it's just an passionate. But I feel like y'all have gotten to know each other. It's been a mm-hmm. buildup. You should have been com- you comfortable enough embarrassing him. You should have been comfortable enough to tell him like, Justin, you're not fucking me good enough right now. Mm-hmm. I need you, and that's and that's a lot of ass. It probably intimidated him, cause we done found out that he lied that's and that true. he ain't Mister Bitches. So you needed to guide him. And then I understand there also maybe times where there are partners who are just they're not good, right? But if you want the marriage to work and sex is important to a marriage, then you should have been vocal in that moment instead of waiting. And embarrassing him when the cameras are right there. When y'all y'all fucking was a private moment. Right. Yo nigga then. She inappropriate as fuck. Girl, I hate that bitch. Anyways. So yeah, that was like, okay, Alexis. And we see this clip <laughs> of Justin going to the, the doggy um, jail where Maya is at. So he done went down to Rikers to go get our girl. Listen, I is just looking like down on my luck, bitch. Back against the cage. I've been trying, trying to, make to make it. Free me, nigga. When he let her out, Maya was looking like I'd slap the shit out you, but I'm a huggy because I want to go home. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna beat your ass because you, you my daddy. But we you ain't she, right now. You saw she looked at him. She said, 
<laughs> nigga. Bitch. Nigga. Like. Got me up in this hole. You know I, I live like y'all. this. Girl. And it was just breaking my heart to just see him interact with Maya and knowing that he literally only got her just to ship her off to his friend. But what I do yeah. like is the fact that like he chose a home for because I know sometimes a lot of people right. like rehome their dogs they don't right. really know the owners and it's almost like going through a closed adoption where like you give your baby up and then you just never see them again so the mm-hmm. fact that he could go visit Maya if he wanted to but still y'all I'm such a sensitive person princess yeah. is a Pisces sun I'm a Pisces moon and I'm every bit of my moon sign I love to cry it's like mm-hmm. my favorite hobby yes so like just seeing them together it was like that shit really broke my heart because I'm yes. like you really about to go away because of Alexis and Alexis don't even want your daddy for real like I just feel like we should bring Maya on a podcast so I could talk to her let her speak up peace because at this point I want to hear her side because I saw your tweet with that head cock Maya know what's going on. She know that bitch. She do. And you know, one thing about dogs and babies. Yes. Dogs and babies. If I'm telling you right now, if you got a fucking pet, even the most vicious of pets, if your pet or your child be like, "Mm -mm," about somebody, they mean that. "Mm -mm." And it's one thing to be comfortable, but I say this all the time. Like my brother before his dog passed away, which, ooh, girl, I don't even know if I want to elaborate on this story because it makes me so emotional when I think about it. But like my brother had a pit and I was terrified of big dogs. And like, I just never like, just going to his house, I would like tense up. And he had two, well, he still has the girl pit. Mm -hmm. And like, she was very aggressive because one of the people that lived with him used to like just fight her and make her aggressive. Mm -hmm. But like his boy- his boy dog, and I'm not going to say the name because I feel like if some of y'all, yeah, it's, you know, I try to keep my lives separate. Okay. Because this person is a known person. But like everybody who has been around that's family, that's a fan of, like everybody knew this dog. And when I tell you the very first time, it was kind of like that first just jump up and embrace of like knowing, but like once he sniffed my scent that one time like when I tell you anytime I would go to the house like me and the dog would just be laid up like that was my nephew like and I don't like big dogs at all but when I tell you like jump up and bear hug we would literally be cuddling like that's not my no dog bed because me and my nigga me and my me and my nigga used to be rolled up watching a movie mm-hmm. like I love 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 that dog and that's one of the reasons why I do want a pit it's all about how you raise your puppy yeah. and I feel like even though Newton was not the aggressor Newton was also antagonizing him so to let alone you talk about one of the worst fears and thing that holds me up on getting a pet and I posted it to my IG story like a couple days ago like this is the reason why I don't want to get a dog because I'm afraid for my dog to die. I can't imagine having to give my dog up for somebody else who is unsure of me. That might be worse than the feeling of like, damn, my dog, you know, about to die. Like, damn, I got to give you up before I even get a chance to really like, like we've been doing life together for seven years. And I feel like with Mm -hmm. pets, pets can definitely become a safety blanket and like a good emotional support pet. So 
all the hardships Justin has ever gone through getting out of that previous marriage Maya was probably the person that was there for him that comforted him so for him Mm -hmm. to give it up for another bitch that's not sure about him it's much deeper than what Alexis is taking it as and I don't appreciate the fact that she's treating it like it's some bullshit her body language was I saw your picture when everybody started retweeting it and mentioned like girl you're not even acting like you give a damn you're not even pretending like you give a damn because you didn't and you want to act so genuine and you're not and it's like at least sit your ass up and comfort this man and say i can't imagine having to go through what you're going through it really she said i would never go through this and all that man wanted to bite her ass on a reunion all she wanted was some affirmation for her for her to say like this speaks volumes to me. I know we have issues we still need to work through, but please know this doesn't go unnoticed. Like this shows me that you're in this, which is making me feel like I can be in this and I can really trust you. And then we can do this together. We're going to probably need more than eight weeks, but I'm here to try until we realize, you know, maybe it's not a good fit, but hopefully it is because you just made a huge sacrifice. And I don't want that to go to waste. That's all Justin wanted. And for her to make it seem like it was more than that, but instead, of course, she turned it to the Alexis show and Alexis is a victim and like, I don't want you to throw this in my face. I don't want you. He should, bitch. Because Maya done been around for seven years and he just met your ass seven weeks ago. I definitely definitely don't feel like she should just say, oh yes, I'm going to say yes on decision day just to make him happy. I feel like she should still be honest with herself. But you can still give him some type of affirmation in that moment because he just did a really big thing for this marriage specifically. And to be honest, what she should have said if she was a real one, Maya has been aggressive, but maybe do you think that while Chris has her, if he could continue maybe getting her trained in a a living condition Mm -hmm. that she's comfortable in to see how she responds to that, Mm-hmm. and if Chris is already thinking about getting a dog and they want a dog to form their own relationship with then we can go get Maya after yep. we get everything together and I would try to get yep. into some classes it was just immediately like nope get rid of your dog if we're done we're about to be together that's that exactly. but like I said what pisses me off more than anything is like how ready she was for Justin to make the sacrifice but she can't make a sacrifice yep I, even when it came down to the club shit like bitch had he had Maya he probably wouldn't have gave a fuck about your ass being in the club shaking your fucking ass because he would have had his dog to keep him company but he done sacrificed that shit and sitting at home waiting on your dumb ass to come so he can come play with you because at this point I don't want Newton around me because Newton the reason why I had to give up my fucking child Newton is a trigger point girl fuck I'm liable to beat Newton ass I'm just playing y'all but like you know what I'm saying like Newton is the reason Maya ain't here and I agree with you. Like, she could have taken it even further to give him some sort of affirmation by saying, like, let's see how Maya does at your friends. Maybe if she's doing well, we can bring her back into the home and keep her in classes here in San Diego. Like, that's what I would have done. Like, it's just like, okay, let her go somewhere in a, in a happy home environment, not a damn penitentiary, and see how she does. And we can bring her back home and keep her in classes and keep her monitored. She don't give a fuck it's aggressive why would she want to be gentle in an aggressive environment if anything that's gonna make her more on guard exactly like it's just it's dumb it's not realistic and she don't give a damn she don't and you know 
that's exactly why Justin needs to say no on decision day. Anyways, on and to- he, he dead ass. He low-key was dead ass looking at her like, bitch, I'm, I'm saying no to your ass, you old ungrateful bitch. I can, yep. see it, I can see it on his face like, yeah, it's fine. It, don't even worry about it. It's cool. I, yep, he probably done. I tweeted, I said, I hope he told Chris off camera, just hold my dog. Yes. We, got, right. we, got, we got one more week. Just hold and it. I, and, and I got something for this bitch. I'm going to make that drive myself. Just hold if it. He, they need to bring Maya out to bite her ass on the <laughs> That's my daddy, bitch. Coming to the stage, we actually have Maya here to give her take. Uh, Maya, can you come join us? <laughs> <laughs> on some Maury shit. <laughs> like, girl <sighs> she's just oh. i just i want justin to give her up but i just like he's just too classy for the read that she deserves he is and i think he's a little too corny too he don't even know how to do it he need to bring, we need to bring somebody in who know how to read that bitch down and let her know what the fuck going on it like she, that how did she think she is to be honest y'all was equally yoked in the face So anyways, station Nate, this house is gorgeous. What's wrong with you? Nothing, keep going, my love. What? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> this house. You going to hell. How? Now you just call her auntie too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this house is so gorgeous. I love a nice kitchen. It's a little under came into y'all house. I said, ooh, I like this kitchen. I love their her house, but I don't like that type of carpet. Like Jordan had that type of carpet in his old townhouse. It just wasn't white, but it's like that pressed down. You know what I'm talking about? That pressed down carpet. Her carpet was just like pressed down. It wasn't like furry or nothing like like you know, mm. I can't describe it. I I thought the house was nice. I feel like it was very bland. It was clean and aesthetically pleasing. It was. I just feel like. I was just thinking of the photos I could get off in there. I feel like she going to keep it that way. Like, it's not going to be no real personality in there. She ain't going to add no color. It ain't going to be no. Like, it just feels like the what we saw is how it was going to be for the rest of their time there. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. This is a nice photo shoot location. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she is definitely a control freak. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't feel like she really wants Nate to live with her, but she wants she wants to live there for the aesthetic, not for his enjoyment really? or for him to be comfortable. It's like it's just another piece to complete the puzzle in her home. Wow. I got the house. Now there's a man there. And I just feel like, yeah. Mm. I definitely feel like she wants him to be comfortable. I don't feel like she wants him to I don't be think comfortable. So. I don't I think she wants him to be comfortable within the confines that makes her comfortable. And so there's still like So that's uncomfortable. Nigga, you can be comfortable, but not too comfortable. You know, you know what I mean? Like this ain't your real shit. And it's just like Calm down. that's why Nate is still like Hell no. Because he can feel like he can't really spread out. Because they wasn't even in the, in the house good before she started her shit. You see how there's mm-hmm. no dishes in the sink? It's clean. I, I like it like this. And like, bitch, y'all just came through the motherfucking door. Can y'all just enjoy the house before you start your shit? Mm-hmm. Damn. And it just kept going and going and going. 
you know what we can do with, you know, when you have tissue and the tissue runs out, how about we, I just felt like she was talking to him like he was eight years old. I got she you was. a sticker for the toilet seat. So to remind you to put that shit down, girl, shut up, Stasia. And I, I don't blame Nate for like, after hearing all that shit, going to the hardware store and he's like, man, she just want me up in here just so she can say she got a husband at home. Literally that. That's all it is. Like she wants it for the picture perfect frame. She doesn't want it because she want him to like, you know what I'm saying? She don't want him to to be in a house for her enjoyment. And I don't like that cuz it's like what you like what's the point of him being here if it's for nothing else? We told y'all that picture perfect life. That's all she wants. She went and plopped that man in. Whoop, and Girl. leave here. And that's it. Nigga, you can't pick out a motherfucking thing. Shut the hell up. That's she's how I feel like she's She's stressful as fuck. Like it's so just disheartening and like girl like what are you doing you know how we said before like dick might be what she need i don't even think dick gonna help mm-hmm. she been getting it and she's still like that that's who that woman is she needs somebody who can like who is just as fucking popping he an entrepreneur probably making double i the think like, okay to humble that ass but she can really be like oh daddy like she'll calm down nate she knows she can walk over nate day trading ass he make like a third of what she made mm-hmm. and so it's like she probably like, nigga you my son shut up and sit you don't respect there. him but you need his you need his sperm to fertilize some eggs that's all she wants i we want all the case want, Boom. you know and I'm going to keep the house clean and I'm just going to tell them not to touch things. Like, girl, you're going to have kids. Some kids going to do what the fuck they want to do. You Them rose-colored glasses about friendship? Because let me tell you, I'm not friendship about parenthood. Well, mm-hmm. shit, about relationships, friendship, all of that shit. She, Stasia is one of those people who I feel like goes to therapy and immediately wants to try to be the therapist to everybody else in her life. And yeah, shit for real it's like you just say smart things because you know smart words but you're really not evolving for not really going through the process yeah and i'm gonna say this about kids there was a girl that i used to be cool with and her cousin now they have seven kids but they had six kids at the time of me knowing them they had two sets of twins and then two older kids the older kids one was in maybe it was elementary or middle school at the time he is senior now I believe so it probably was no 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 he wasn't elementary school damn time flew by but like yeah so she was the nanny for them and when I tell you her cousin they mama did not play that shit them kids were well behaved they knew not to play with her and even the most well-behaved kids gonna do some shit to get a whooping. I don't personally believe that I'm gonna beat my kids, but like I remember they drew on a damn wall in the playroom when they had nothing but space and markers and whiteboards and shit they could draw on, and they knew what was off limits. Mm-hmm. Like you said, kids are kids, and they're going to test your patience and do what you want to do. You like home projects? You better keep a, a a bucket of the paint that's in each room. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like Nate was being realistic about that. But also where I also want to get into Nate's ass is that I feel like 
his trauma was jumping out like because yep. his mom did what he did when he let me just skip to this when he said his daddy was 36 and his mom was 23 i said mm, that's nasty it's some it's but a you know i guess about. once you pass the age of 18 people still look at it but i just look at it like why as a 36 year old man that's kissing 40 what interest do you take in a 23 year old girl other than feeling like she's easy to manipulate some women do like older men though yeah so rightfully I mean, so, so she I rightfully so she said here go your baby you. bye yeah i teeter on that line too because it's like some women just like that and i can't do it i can't fuck with right? your uncle I mean, I've I've talked to older niggas that were like fifteen years my senior seniors, so it's like I, I mean, uh, his yeah, that shit just kind of stunned me. With his daddy being that old and his mama being that young, and it's like, oh, that's why you had trust issues because nigga, your mama was still trying to be in five points, and your daddy was established and ready to ah! <laughs> That was the problem. It definitely made sense. I was like, yeah, she wasn't ready to be no mom. Like, and it's like, and that's not an excuse because she still made not. that decision. But I just feel like that's wrong for you to take it out on Sasha because I feel like, well, my dad is definitely a fun parent. My daddy still be outside. You know, I sent y'all pictures from when he was out of town and turned mm-hmm. to him. Like, you can, I feel like you can definitely still be fun and be a parent because I know I definitely plan to still have fun and be a parent. But I also get where Nate is coming from. Like, I don't know if it's him just not wanting to have kids, period. But I also feel like Stacia have time to Stacia. Why the fuck do I keep fucking her name up? I think it's, it's like Stacia. Have time <laughs> to enjoy your marriage and it just being you and your husband before y'all have to haul a fucking baby around. Girl. To let that shit go with what his mama did to him because Stacia is not your mama. Yeah. And she's like, but I'm 37. Okay. Okay. And he was like, that's what he was saying like okay you're right (laughs) but I feel like I feel like Sasha is responsible yeah like if anything she gonna be the one to run y'all kids away she ain't gonna have to leave the child gonna run away from her with her overbearing ass you gonna be the fun parent so it's like just understand I feel like the compromise they need to have is like Sasha like girl at the end of the day and I tweeted this it's like at the end of the day if shit don't work out with Nate you would still have to meet get to know and then fall in love with another man in order for you to want to have his babies. So rushing Nate's timeline just because y'all are already together is not fair to him. Mm-hmm. Give him time, not necessarily to feel comfortable for real, but like on some shit where like, if you decide to get off your birth control and it's like, a, oops, we didn't mean to. Yeah, You're already in a position where you could take care of a child. Because I feel like at this point, like if she did get off her birth control and it got to a point where you know they stopped using condoms and she got pregnant and nate wasn't ready she would be the type to still keep the baby mm-hmm. yeah and i mean rightfully so because it's her body and that's what she wants but i feel like all that needs to be taken into consideration like at least give him that much because yeah. i know plenty of pre-cum kids oh <sighs> yeah i've heard that too. they used to traumatize me when i wasn't on birth control but now that i'm on birth control i'm like please get out the back. but even with birth control i've heard about birth, about birth control babies and i'm just like i rebuke that spirit in the name of jesus so on to this double date with justin and him and Kristen and that man yeah girl of all people that y'all could have chose to go on a double date with and discuss y'all issues with y'all gonna do it with the people who carry the bones back i just don't understand why People y'all keep doing this. 
Alexis and Justin when y'all see what has happened. Or maybe that was Kristen Wade trying to get out the marriage. Maybe. I ain't think about it like that. You quick with it. You quick with it. I couldn't try to I get out the marriage. It was Alexis always having something to say and actually start provoking questions. Why you can't do that for your own relationship? Why? Exactly. You never have nothing thought-provoking, nothing interesting, nothing to say. Nothing. Ciao. I, I didn't understand that double day. It just felt weird and off. And I don't like how Justin and Alexis continue to be the theme of like people confiding in. Like, why are they're not good people? people? They're not good people. Justin might be, but Justin don't know how to hold water. That's his problem. He at all. He is an auntie. And Alexis is vindictive and she loves to weaponize things that people tell her. So it's like she just evil yep. and he just a little messy, but not with malicious intent. So, child. the way that Mitch likes to joke when he's uncomfortable and he kept making up shit about like, yeah, like there were dozens of women in the hot tub and, you know, we were all naked and blah, blah, blah. Like, even though he was like, obviously fucking with Chris and Alexis, like, why are you still talking, Mitch? Why are you still talking? It's like, girl, because y'all already got in his business. So he's trying to be a smart ass to get out of it. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's weird. So... Anywho, uh, Justin, I think he just kind of showed Alexis at that moment at the table that he was over her. Mm-hmm. His demeanor was very drawn back, which we're not used to seeing Justin in any setting. That's how I know this shit with Alexis has really gotten to him because Justin never not have anything to say or is not interactive. And I think that that conversation that he had about her decision and her giving up Maya really fucked him up. So Mitch was like, being a respectful human being and like yeah I don't want to ask that because like Mitch can read the fucking room and see the energy and Justin was like and Alexis no no go ahead and go ask ask it mm-hmm. all right and now your lip tooted up because of Justin answer exactly and, and I was I- proud of Justin for standing up for himself in that moment in front of company because she has gone out of her way this entire season to embarrass Justin even down to the fucking wedding night at the reception of shouting and telling everybody that he's celibate mm-hmm. you have been embarrassing this man since day one yeah day zero hell and You're, I feel like exactly Mitch either Mitch or Kristen asked him where was he leaning towards as far as his 90% and I think it was like no I was like, this nigga done found his fucking voice. 90% is not enough for him. Because I done gave up my dog. That's something that was permanent. Yeah. And you don't know what you gonna do. Don't worry about it. And that's what be pissing me off about her because she said this in another episode before, like, if you're unsure about me, that just lets me know that I'm not the one for you. You need to be sure. I should not be a choice. I should be just a no-brainer, hundred yep. percent. And even in this episode, Two she episodes ago. she's unsure herself. And so when he expresses the same sentiment, it's like he's wrong. Like, no, you need to be hundred percent. But you're not hundred percent. You think you're perfect, and I should be head over heels in love with you. And Alexis does no wrong, and I should overlook everything you fucking do. All the humiliation, all the condescension, all the fucking narcissistic moments I've had with you. I'm supposed to still be in love and just overlook it. But you're crazy. She's so hypocritical and narcissistic. And it's like, I'm really happy that Justin is finally starting to like see past that shit. 
see her for who the fuck she is so he can get the fuck on and get his dog back because she definitely got him fucked up. Yeah. So that dinner went left very quickly and then it was just her trying to like gaslight him again about being not being at 100% and like um but Kristen also um empathized and said like you know she's not 100% sure what she's going to say yet either and 90% wouldn't be enough for her because it is a very big decision and I feel like you know what's crazy maybe Kristen just no that's a stretch let me not say that I wonder why if they're so into trauma bonding why they wouldn't pair Justin with Kristen because they've both been through failed engagements and I mean Alexa says she's been proposed to that doesn't necessarily mean that it was an engagement yeah and it's like the both of y'all are sensitive so Mm -hmm. maybe y'all could have gave security to one another um from being left in the past and you guys being on the receiving end of the hurt versus being the one who hurt someone and the person who was hurt yeah so I just feel like you know with Kristen saying the same thing like yeah you know 90 percent wouldn't be enough for me and for her to even go against that knowing that Alexis is her friend more so than Justin it's like hmm and to see Alexis lip tooted up and to see her uncomfortable made mm-hmm. me happy because it's like that's exactly what the fuck you get and I appreciate Justin for standing on business because bitch yep. you are wrong she's used you to are- him being up her ass to the point where he can sniff what she had for dinner and I'm happy yep. that he is no longer acting like that and you can tra- tell you can tell this episode she was just noticing the shift mm-hmm. and she made me happy she tries to invalidate his feelings all the time and then fuck with his head and make him think that is him. And I don't like that. Her and Miguel, Miguel. together because that's exactly who the fuck she acts like. She acts Miguel. like Miguel. Yeah. Like, what a bitch. So, yeah, I'm, I hate her. Anyways, on to the previews. We gonna see Nate and Sasha fall apart. Justin mom was on that FaceTime call with her and she was talking about how, you know, he was saying how he thought that him giving up Maya was a 100% yes for her because she made, he made such a huge sacrifice. And Mm -hmm. she's like, well, maybe she's just not the one for you. But I feel like Justin mama might be the one to come in and get Alexa's ass together. Why is you playing in my baby face like that? You know, he's sensitive. You take advantage of that. You think that that shit is funny and it's not. And now I'm about to have to step in and get your ass together. Um, Playing in my baby face how he don't want to lose her so that makes me wonder if they're gonna like fight or something the next episode um and then also girl lindy nails is nasty you seen them chewed up shits no her nails look disgusting i hate people who bite their nails to the damn like meat and it's like yo meat it's swallow the nail yeah yeah so yeah that was it for the previews now on to the Potomac recap I don't really have much to say because I feel like the episode was just very dry so we're just gonna start off with Ashley Darby's divorce I'm so glad she's leaving a nasty nigga bless the lord bless the lord but she needs to be smart though Ashley is not smart at all she's not okay here's the thing I think Ashley is smart Ashley is not business smart she don't have the legality knowledge and you know the business knowledge and the know-how that Michael has now when it comes to being maybe a sugar baby and playing the game or sucking your husband dry to the end of that prenup term maybe but 
I don't, I don't think so she, because apparently it lapsed on her ass so clearly she ain't that smart. She said there were some terms in the prenup that she's realizing that may not be in her favor or whatever so that could be why she's getting this house to maybe get what she can get until she can't get no more. Um, I definitely feel like she's smart but she's not legal smart and that's where my I need my girl to step it up because if you're gonna be sitting here trying to run this nigga for his money you didn't got your kids you finna get your divorce you need to exit with some checks a check for you and a check for them babies and I need her to like her lawyer needs to be the referee Ashley don't need to be talking to Michael at this point unless it's about them kids and I think she said that's how it is but like then why are y'all talking about houses like y'all your lawyer needs to be talking to Michael about this house Ashley is also a liar so hello she's a fabricator and I just think that her lawyer should be her mouthpiece period Ashley's Mm -hmm. not the brightest when it comes to that stuff we saw how the Oz went to shit and they shut it down because she was the manager she is just she's not the smartest in that arena let your lawyer fight this battle and get Michael to fuck together put somebody up against Michael who on Michael level I'm sorry because I mean Ashley's smart she's witty she's sharp but she's not in that area and Michael Mm -hmm. gonna mess around and play with her ass and she ain't gonna have a goddamn thing he gonna be giving them kids five hundred dollars a month and she gonna get no damn alimony and she gonna be right there in the damn hood with her mama and I'm just saying she needs to let the lawyer do what the lawyer is supposed to do because that lawyer can get her thousands of dollars per month and she'll be set she can keep her lifestyle she can keep it cool she can stay on this show because i know bravo ain't going to the hood to film shit and so she just needs to think smart and not be oh my oh uh, girl okay you got a soft spot for the nigga that you're trying to lead that's already your fuck up exactly this nigga is transactional that nigga is a walking check that's how you need to look at him because that's what it is at this point you need to father your kids and he need to cough up some money because this matrimony is over cough up the money she is not the brightest crayon in the box at all it's very much given gray Mm. it might actually be black because ain't nothing about a piece of sparkle of sunshine about that brain at all girl and it's sad and it's like just yeah because we're at the house and it's like girl uncle lump so sick of ashley shit i know he thinking oh you, you dumb bitch but i can't say that because that's my niece so i gotta say are you sure ashley when i yeah. want to say are you stupid he said what type of life are you trying to live <laughs> that's oh, when you know your elders disappointed in you they looking at your lifestyle going what the hell uncle lump is over it he said, damn, damn, I thought we got rid of him. He been dealing with this shit for seasons. And he's like, this nigga done been in the club. You done seen pictures. Take what, What's it gonna take, Ashley? Girl. A hot ass mess. So Chris gets his new job at the hotel and apparently baby Bassett is trying to get on board. She's freezing eggs. And I'm just like, at this point, I just don't even really believe Chris and Candace's marriage. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're the next to get divorced um I don't know like I just was very unamused I would be very shocked to see if Candace is actually a chart topping artist I just don't get (laughs) hits from her um the music don't do anything for me I can see her in theater I feel like because yeah I can see her in theater but as far as somebody whose album I would go and buy 
not so much. You know, I was rewatching the reunion when it was airing, and I'm like, Nikki really played in Candace's face. Like, she really, and y'all know I hated Candace. So. I was, I was living for it. <laughs> Why would you do that? Sing your own song. Nikki was an asshole on that. On and that. I don't really, and I, and I live for it because you know I'm not a Nikki stan, but I live for that either. She, she, listen. You a star. And it was and it was Chris Bassett ready to go to war with her in the barbs. Like, you he got was. my wife fucked up because you was really trying to be funny. And I'm like, well, I'm glad that somebody saw it. And it's like, no, no, Chris, it was a good thing. It was a good thing. She got to sing for Nicki Minaj. It was a good thing. Like, no. Nikki was playing on her top. It was Nikki was playing on her top because she did not like her the way that most of us did not. And to see that people are legit still defending Candace's behavior, like, I don't know. I, I really don't. Was, I listen. Candy girl, nobody was talking to you, Candy girl. <laughs> Here's the thing. I I like Candace's shade, but I just wish Candace had hands to match. And I do feel like there was some provoking that she done to Monique if we're going to take it all the way back there. And even to Mia, I just feel like Candace didn't learn how to fight or shut up. And with okay. Ashley, she's done it to everybody. Yeah, exactly, everybody. So it's like, girl, you need to at least know how to throw a brick or something, like, cause you, you get your ass beat every time or humiliated. The way that wig got shoveled, they shut that hood red ass shoved. bitch, girl. You look a mess. That shit look like a bird's nest when Monique girl, got ruffled. But yank that yank the ass up. Let's talk about Chris DM and Ashley to come to the double yield. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really take it as like he was trying to hit her up. Maybe just with some shit like, oh, you should pull up here because I work here. I'm on Robin's side. I also worked at a club before. And maybe it's different because I'm a woman. But like, if I was at work and I would see my friends out, I'd be like, oh, y'all should pull up to Jet is actually lit here. Oh, we got drink specials. Like, I feel like it was like that. And I feel like that was just actually trying to be messy. Like, yeah, look at her as the enemy. And like, you gonna go tell Giselle of all fucking people knowing that she messy and miserable girl. First of all, you got the exact reaction that you wanted from the person. Let's do some math. Chris got three kids. Three. mamas. You got two kids by a alleged sexual assaulter. Chris ain't trying to fuck you. Chris don't want you. Chris oh, trying yeah. to get some publicity and people to come in for his damn job. He was hired. They he probably the hired him because he is on TV. He trying to probably get some cast members in because he know you're probably going to post a story and tag the hotel. This nigga is thinking like a GM. That's what GMs are supposed to do. Get people in, get you know, publicity on social media, get attraction, all those different things. I don't feel like Chris was trying to do it this way. And I'm happy we got context because when during the season preview that we got in the teaser, it really made Chris look shady. And I'm happy that we're getting the context that we need because I also agree with Robin and you. It didn't feel like it was like, <laughs> you looking good. You should come through the W. Like, it didn't feel like that. Like, it was just like, hey, you should come through the W. Like, you got a friend, y'all can come in, you know, have a good time, post a story, get us some publicity. Like, I just felt like it was very innocent. Now, the fact that it was at 2 a.m. adds a different level to it. I wouldn't want my man DMing y'all at 2 a.m. Personally. 
So maybe that's the conversation Candace should have with him about like, you know, after a certain hour, I would prefer if you didn't, you know, DM my girlfriends after a certain hour because it just, it does come across inappropriate just because the time alone. Had he done that shit at 4 p.m., Ashley probably wouldn't have thought shit of it. But the fact that those are freak me hours, it, it gives off a, a tone that even if it's not intended, that can be what's perceived. Even if somebody know your character, it can still probably be perceived that way. You know, I wouldn't want none of my girlfriend's men hit me up at 2 a.m. through Instagram, even on no innocent shit. Like, nigga, go to sleep and talk to me at nine in the morning. Like, let's do this in regular business hours. And so I just think that that may have been the issue more than the actual DM itself. And I hate the fact that Ashley's making it because, you know, her and Giselle are going to work overtime to give some drama to the show. That's what they Girl. do. That's what they bring. Hey, it, it works. But it's like, y'all fucking with people's marriage now. Like, come on, just stop. So I agree. I don't think there was anything behind it. I just think he needs to work on the appropriate Concept. time. Yeah, to do publicity for your job. That's it. And I think that's a conversation that Ashley should have just had with Candace. Goddamn, you being messy. You should have just went to Candace and said, hey, you know, Chris, hit me up, become to the W. I didn't think it was anything weird about it, but the time that he sent it to me made me a little uncomfortable. Can you just maybe talk to him about, you know, not sending us anything later than 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. or what, you know, and that makes me more comfortable. But yeah, I didn't think anything of it. I just wanted to bring to your attention without being messy. But these bitches don't know how to be friends any fucking way, so that's not what's going to happen. Wow. I just... You're very bored by the bastards. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm just like, why are y'all still here? At this point, I want Candace to fight. Yeah! Like, do something. Where's Ratata Candace that I love to hate? That's what she claimed she was. Because you behaving is stressing me out. I don't want to see you fight your husband. But what I don't appreciate is the way that Chris is fucking talking to her in that car. Yeah. And you know. I'm very big on the way that nigga talked to me. Because I mean, if you're going to call me out my name and be a little extra, do that shit. You know, when we do our shit. Yeah. You call me almost anything as you want to say. I like a little disrespect, you know? Yes. Don't get us started because you know that's why i ain't drink that california roots because i feel like i already told my business all last episode did you i cut out a lot of i cut out a lot of you did you did <laughs> you did that's why look this episode gonna be long as hell for me to edit too shit i need to start today i cut it all out now i was like we gotta i gotta pay attention to this one girl this wine on my ass a little bit and i still got stuff to do around this house but I didn't like the way he was talking to her either. And I feel like they're at that point in their relationship slash marriage where there's that irritation because they've mixed mm-hmm. business with pleasure. He's her manager. And it's then her mama rude. It's, it's just too much. much. They need to cut something out, whether it's her mama or she find a new manager. But I feel like it's getting in the way of their marriage. They're just bickering all the time. So their baby storyline to me, I don't feel like it's serious. I don't feel like Candace really want no baby, to be honest with you. Not no time soon. Like she just did this for the storyline because baby storylines are very good. You know, those are a quick way to get viewers' attention or whatever. If you're going through IVF and things like that. I don't think she's very serious about having a baby this season or going through with it, but I do think it's kind of an extra thing she added in just for the sake of a storyline, which sucks, but 
that's what a lot of cast members do. They just want to stay relevant. They want to have a storyline that's either pulls at your heartstrings or is drama. So I really think it's more of a strategy thing, which kind of sucks, but it's not really phasing me. I don't think she's serious. Mia and his illness. Do you got cancer or do you not? Because it, with the sense I'm with them being like, I don't think that's anything to play with, but I also feel like she should have slapped Giselle in her face for the way that she greeted her. Yeah. Like there's a time and a place and etiquette for certain things. And Giselle has gone way too many seasons of being unchecked. I get her and I think that this is the season where she need her ass up. It's two things that I want to see. I want to see Giselle get that motherfucking peanut butter and jelly wig shook. Or I want to see her and Robin be at odds because I'm tired of Robin being her fucking lap dog. You know what? And you speaking of Robin, get you get it, bitch. Can we, can we talk about how nosy this bitch Robin is? But let's get back to Giselle. I'm saying, I, gotta, I gotta go back to Giselle yeah. real fucking quick because you get it. I'm like, I either want, and it's real fucking messy of us, but I really either want her and Robin to be at odds. I feel like that shit is overdue because Giselle done said some shit about Robin. In my opinion, that's a little shady. And her confessionals about one and their situation or whatever. So I either want that or I want somebody to give her a good old charade wig pool. Just just shift it. You ain't because you know Giselle love to just cry producer and get her off the show and this is violent. She she too much of a snitching ass bitch to really beat her ass to the concrete. So I think somebody just need to like mush her one good time and if it's just a, you know, like a Toya. And uh, Audrey Mush, like we saw in the last episode on Married Medicine. It's a little mush, you know, or a wig shift. Because you know she wear them synthetic wigs that mm-hmm. don't have no scalp. You know you could just pull that shit off. Just give her a wig shift. Snatch it off. Do something. I just want her to feathers to get ruffled. Girl, eat her ass. Giselle has talked too much shit. She talked about everybody's marriage, everybody's finances, everybody's situation everybody I, I want somebody to, meanwhile I ain't seen not one piece of nothing that Giselle got in her closet on her head in her life in her that pussy anybody won't. in her pussy that anybody won't bitch Jamal uh what's that nigga name the other uh ex-athlete that went AWOL and ghost on her ass don't nobody Giselle be fucking with that anybody won't she can't dress her house is yeah, ugly. Baby, the way them kids gathered her when she pulled the outfit out, they said, I thought we revamped this closet. <laughs> them churn gone all, like, listen, this I isn't love a baby. and Grace Stan account. I love the, the baby. That they grab her together with no remorse on national TV for it to be aired. They don't give a fuck. Hey, TT babies. Yeah. Hey, TT that's what it's giving. No, my babies, like they so fucking honest. I don't know where they get it from. Cause Giselle a liar. She probably fake. Jamal. Maybe he a lying ass cheat. So I don't know where they get it from. You can't lie to none of them bitches that you fucking on. They know you married. So maybe that's where they get their honesty from. Cause he lied. He tell the truth of these hoes. He lied to you, girl. Maybe so, but you I don't even lie to Giselle. Anything. I don't think Giselle give a damn about her fashions, how she look, none of that. I I just feel like when I touch new money, y'all are going to know it. Her hair ain't going to be out of place. The closet is going to be nasty. You just okay. wait bitches, until I hit a point in my life where six figures stay in my account. At least. 
you know, poor. Exactly. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, it's poor people around. Hi, <laughs> me, bitch. The fuck? This is cashmere. Girl, and, the, and the part, the, the bad part is, y'all, we're not stuck up in that way, but we're already like, for certain environments, just like, I don't want to be here. Like, yeah, so them twins got, like, they literally gathered her ass. So My I thing was is, I don't understand why they were so obsessed with her Instagram posts, Mia. I'm like, I don't, like, I don't understand the discussion. That's a part of the reason why the episode was so boring for me. Like, they literally had a whole picnic talking about her Instagram posts. Like, mm-hmm. yes, cancer is nothing to play with at all. But it's By like, far. if that's what she's going through and she's trying to use her social media as a way of release, because I can't imagine what I would do in those moments. I don't know if I would share, not share be super transparent or be super isolated you don't know and I think that people like attention of course their first thought is going to go to social media right and it's like maybe she just wants to share her journey and share her journey with her fans and her followers and I just think that it was just stupid of them to have a whole like dialogue about like if it's an attention-seeking tactic or like cancer or no cancer like it just felt real insensitive like if y'all are unsure about what her intentions are her well-being before you try to be shady how about you text her and check on her like a woman you know Giselle would be like I said that she checked on her right but she still I just Robin I've never realized how fucking nosy and how much she carries a bone so much I guess because she's been so born I haven't paid attention but that's all she did this first episode why are you telling Ashley's marital business to Sharif also messy that wasn't your place you going and telling shit back to Giselle even though like Robin like girl you need to worry about whether or not you and Juan gonna walk down out at this point I don't even think that you really want to I mean Giselle shared her business too she said that house in her name not one I said not y'all both just sharing business and you sharing your best friend ain't no way I would ever share no shit about y'all to another bitch that you don't even know not closer that you didn't get permission to share that was messy. my thing is even if I knew that I had free range to speak on it I still would not because I have enough shit going on in my life for me to talk about and for why me to be coming talking about another bitch why you know let me just say this that's one thing that I really appreciate about my relationship with y'all whenever we have a conversation it's always about us mm-hmm. we don't get together and talk about the next bitch business mm-hmm and I think that that's why a lot of the shifts and like me just shedding people in my life has come from. It's like, I don't want to hear about nobody else's shit. I got my own shit to worry about. Yep. It's just weird. Like, and then it's prenup and like her wanting one now. I do feel like it's fair because Robin ain't take shit from you, but she also never really left your ass anyways for you to take anything, which is also another reason why I'm like, I don't understand why Robin got so much shit to say about what Ashley is doing because bitch, you never left Juan. Hello. Did you always know you and Juan was going to work it out? Like, I'm confused because your kids were old enough to know that they really don't need to see y'all together. Them babies is teenagers. Dean and Dylan, that's the other one name, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Girl, like they wouldn't even know if Ashley decided to be with him. Your kids grown as hell. They're teen, like they're both kids about to graduate high school soon. Girl, he in college on a four year degree, a four year scholarship. Okay, 
the the oldest oh i'm being sarcastic oh i was like girl god damn how old are we but yeah they're definitely like lower high school upper high school like them kids they know that y'all been fucking around and it ain't nothing serious it's like be real with your kids and that's that shit i can't stand when we together for the sake of the kid for the sake of the kids the kids them kids don't stay five and three and six and eight forever bitch and even at that age i was watching shit i can tell when my mama and my stepdad at the time had a fight i can tell when shit wasn't sweet in the house and bitch i was seven i was eight like kids are smart so you can I, was three. I was three you can imagine these niggas at lord forgive me these babies at you know 13 14 15 16 i didn't mean that 16 17 years old of course they know they got social media tiktok they got way more shit that we had that makes them aware of conflict and weird environments and like just weird things like that fighting and arguments and they they know robin so at this point it comes down to you you can't be using your kids as a crutch no damn more it's either you want to be with wine and wine want to be with you or that's it these babies at this point it's not really a factor y'all could have been co-parenting but people use it as an excuse to keep from putting boundaries in place with their baby daddy with their baby mama so they stay in a place because it's easier to stay in a place because the kids instead of saying nah nigga i need this from you and if you can't do this get the fuck out of my house you can have me on friday i'm never gonna do that for my child bitch never because that child gonna grow up and go to college with their own fucking life and what you gonna do have given up 10 15 20 years of your life for the sake of the kids and that nigga off living that baby off living their life and having a good time and 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 going to therapy because of y'all girl hello like that baby is gonna grow up and move the fuck on i don't understand why parents be i want to stay together but we got kids we got but you still got to be happy and have a functional caring home for that child because they a kid needs a happy parent not a parent that's married not a parent that's just tolerating each other children will sense that shit eventually and will grow to resent you because they can tell ain't no real love here y'all just tolerating it you talk to him nasty he talked to you nasty. You don't love each other. You don't touch each other. You're bickering all the fucking time. Can't never agree. And on kids, and even though kids don't think that, I feel like some kids grow up to have common sense to realize dysfunction is not okay. But a lot of the time, the reason why a lot of these niggas think that it's okay to be disrespectful towards women or they grow up thinking that they don't want to be married or they don't want a relationship is because they watch the shit that, they, that y'all let their daddies put them through for the oh. sake of trying to hold on to a marriage come on it's just like it don't make sense and for me i grew up with divorced parents so i feel like watching whether they bicker made me for the longest time not ever want to be in a relationship because i'm like damn this what this shit is and damn even when you separate from a motherfucker you still got to be bothered with they shit mm, i think i'm good like it's exactly it's just a lot going on i i definitely feel like they should get a prenup because at the end of the day they your mm-hmm. house, your name on that house. What it is, it do <laughs> You be saying this one beating our ass, y'all. I'm telling y'all, when I'm it done, is, I'm it afraid. is. It's on me, and bitch, I blame you because you. Let's record early, bitch. I still got shit to do. I got a painting to finish. I got shit to do around this motherfucking house to get prepared for y'all asses, and you gonna get me drunk at fucking two. I hate you. I love okay. you. Like that. You getting on my damn nerves with this wine? Y'all sweat it out in a little bit. You be all right. He is on his way home. He had to go to Atlanta yesterday. He'll be back today. We thought he wasn't going to have to travel no more this year. And then last minute, 
his one of his managers here had to go to Atlanta for like some I don't know it was something related to like helping him train his manager and his one of his store managers and so he had to leave yesterday but now he's coming back today it was a one-day trip so he'll be back he on his way home um but yeah I felt like that whole episode was underwhelming it was it was a weak-ass first episode so yeah that was it for hot topics y'all really want much to discuss with potomac that's why they didn't get their own individual episode hopefully next week is better and then we'll be back to fucking posting two episodes a week again we gotta talk about uh, we gotta talk yeah about yeah because there's gotta be a way because sister <laughs> bitches gotta be a way to consolidate this shit girl we literally gonna be picking out the bare minimal points so i feel like once we start getting down to decision day it's really not gonna be much to discuss right so it might be a little bit better anyways so here is one of our favorite 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 parts of our show which is what's tea what's tea is where we take a question from the shows that we watch and we relate it back to the show like i said potomac was pretty dry so i don't really have a question pertaining to this but um our what's the question today pretty much stems from mass and the question is how do you handle sharing a living space with your partner when it comes to making decisions for the household we have both well princess currently lives with her man and i formerly lived with my last partner for about two years Mm -hmm. like a year and a half so we both have experience with this. I just wanted to know because of all the shit that Sasha and Nate was going through. Um, how do you feel about that? And even more so because you guys just moved into a home together. So you would definitely have a more fresh perspective on this. Yeah. So, so me and my boyfriend have technically been living together like for two years. We've been together for two years. It's weird. I know. But it started out as me just spending a night, you know, for a night and I go back to my apartment. And then one night turned into a couple nights. And then it got to the point where it's like, you just stay here. And then once our lease ended with my friend, I was like, well, I'm going to either get an apartment or live with you. But I don't want to get an apartment if I'm be with you all the damn time because that's just more money I'm shoving out by myself. I won't have a roommate. He's like, just stay with me. And I'm like, you shit. Okay. And so he's like, we basically living together now. And I was like, oh, that's true. So I moved in and it's like the thing about me and Jordan is like we do really well cohabitating together like we get along well he don't like annoy me to the point where I'm like ew like I don't want to be here now our cleaning levels are different like I'm like OCD because that's how I was raised and he's just like clean and I'm like no I'm really clean I put that glass in the sink you know I don't want to see that food out in that you know styrofoam plate from your DoorDash order tomorrow on the counter put it in the trash tonight right now and one thing I've learned in therapy because me and my therapist talked about this last week was giving my partner grace because she was raised similar to me like with a marine parent I wasn't raised by a military parent but like I think I told you we had this talk a couple days ago like just -hmm. giving him grace and understanding like my level of cleanliness or how I was raised is just that it's a product of how I was raised and it's not his first thought or, or inclination and so what's yeah. natural for me to be like oh let me, let me pick up this little tiny piece of string or this piece of paper that's not how he's thinking so it takes more brain power for him or work for him to be like remembering to do those things and so just having mm-hmm. that and I'm just getting to a place where it's like okay let me have a little more grace I used to be on his ass and so really besides that 
it's very pleasant. Like we give each other space. We know how to spread out. We know how to come back together. Um, when it comes to making decisions for the household, we always do those together. We always have conversations as far as like how much it's going to cost, timetable, are we both comfortable with it, when we want to do it, you know, who's paying for it, are we going to have, is he doing it? We have very open and honest conversations about everything. We do everything as a team. And I think that's what really makes our dynamic work. Nobody's in charge of nobody nobody is holding anything over anybody's head we're a team and that just is what it is um so yeah I mean it works very well for us surprisingly because I am somebody who likes to live alone but I love you can ask Cece I'm always in a rush to get back home to my man (laughs) I'll be ready yo I gotta go bitch bitch let me interject (laughs) we can't we can't even enjoy our friend my yes, job, my, no, no, let, let me, let me stop you right there. <laughs> Our friend live in another country, a state above us. And she'd be like, now nah, I got a girl with time because traffic, I got, I got even home my man, my man. Like, girl, you just saw this nigga yesterday. Please, can we just have you for one day? My man, my man, she came in for my birthday weekend. I'm waking up to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my friend. Listen, Jordan love her some Jordan love him some princess and princess love her some Jordan. As long as he can keep my bitch right, that's gonna be my bro. And I'm rooting for them. But one thing about it, if her man is at home, her ass is not staying. I don't even have no expectation anymore. My thing I stopped, is I learned, last week I learned to stop asking. I said I'm not trying my look no more. My thing is it needs to be planned. Cause if it's just like I'm coming up there real quick to get my hair done, I'm coming up there real quick to shoot something for Jay. I'm coming to real quick for your birthday. Like, if it's not like a plan, girls, weekend, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be with you on Friday, Saturday, and half a Sunday. That's not where my mindset going to be. My mindset is going to be, I'm coming here to town and do what I came here to do. And then Princess get her ass back on the road to get home before it get dark. That's just me how I think. And, uh, of course, I make time for my girlfriends when it's like a planned weekend or a planned this, a planned that. I'm going to be there. Flying colors, ready to do whatever the fuck you want to do. But when I'm just stopping in to do something, stopping in to do a favor, stopping in to just run something, do an errand, best believe I'm going to get my ass back home. I love to be home. I love my bed. I love the house temperature. I love the food that I got in my pantry. I love my man. I love having booty rubs like going to sleep. I like it here. And so, <laughs> Cece, stay on my ass. Bitch, you going to spend the night? Bitch, you going to spend girl i just stopped like, girl, i'm going at home this point. i'm going home girl because i just know the answer is no already it's a depends i love y'all but i, I love y'all but i'm going home to my man say less it's situational it's situational i told you when math's in i'll come down for wednesday one night i promise i swear so in regards to handling like a shared living space with a partner I think that it's just best that you move in with men because like I said earlier in the episode, men really don't put as much taste, I feel, into a home unless they grew up with a with a decorative mother or a father figure and they like that type of shit. So I feel like if you want a home to look the way that it is and you still want to get out of being able to have to pay the bills and just kind of contribute where you can, you move in with that man and then you transfer his home to something that's also a safe space with you. 
my life. Um, so in regards to like just living with the partner when it comes down to household decisions, I'm with Princess. I feel like you definitely have to communicate with your partner and talk about it. It can't be one situation where somebody is just doing something in a home without consulting with the other because at the end of the day, y'all both do share that space. Mm-hmm. And I'm very like protective over the place that I lay my head in. So any decision that affects where my peace is at, we gonna need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. When I live with my partner, we definitely discuss shit. I feel like he never really overstepped his boundaries as far as like just trying to up and do some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say, I didn't realize how much, you know, gifts was kind of like my thing, but you know, my, my friends have been my men lately. So, you know, they bought me flowers, but you know, beforehand, yeah. like he would like, I love decor pillows. Like that was my thing. So like if he saw a pillow, if I show him like, oh, I think I like these for that. Like I will come home and the pillows will be here. Mm-hmm. So it was like, he would kind of feed into me wanting to like have my place look a certain way. Um, so yeah, it's all about collaborative effort and just making sure that it's something that somebody likes. And as a man, obviously if you're going to swipe your card and I tell you what I like, then you just bring it home. You know what I'm saying? So, I, one thing I didn't say earlier was I am the creative director of this household. Like, and she been eating. y'all heard me stop the recording and tell her how that bathroom looked. Nice. You just let me run by it. Like long as it's within budget and it's not like some astronomical change that's just gonna break our wallet. His wallet. Um, he don't give a damn. Like, okay, yeah, order it or here, get it. And it I can just have my little creations around the house. And I've been getting back into like painting, which is very therapeutic for me because I haven't done it in a while. And he'd be like, he was like, we can just make this house your museum. You know, like, I love that you're going to make all of our artwork. Da, 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 da. And I just feel like I can just do whatever up in here. And he's going to just love it and eat it up. And so I agree to you. I can't wait for them to get married, y'all. And I know that conversation makes her squirm. But like, I'm like, I'm so excited. Um, My friends but- are just so in love. And it's so beautiful. I can't wait to join them in like the, oh, my man, my man, my man conversation. Me too. Me too. You know? I'm looking forward to that day but yes like I agree as far as like making your home your safe space and he's very much a provider and I'm the he is. <laughs> and I enjoy making this home cozy and comfy because if it was up to him it would be very basic and not the way it is now so um that's definitely kind of our roles and we both enjoy it and we support each other in it and like you said it's a mutual effort and just you have to make sure there's just support and agreements there so so anyways our favorite maths tweets of the week i haven't even looked so friend you don't have to start off i I think i might have one so go ahead okay because i was just over Um. it (laughs) (laughs) uh Okay, so I have three. <clears throat> Just, and this one is by at Jade, Jader, I don't even know how to say this. Jade Ryer, don't even matter. Um, Justin is smart for giving his dog to his friend because at least he'll be able to get him back after decision day. And it's a snapshot of Maya in the back seat and Justin saying, this is my girl, that's my girl. Okay. Yes. No, I ain't got no tweet. Was, it, so let me I'm go sorry. look again. Oh no, you're okay. But I agree with the tweet. Like that was definitely good. Instead of leaving Maya at the penitentiary, at least she's with somebody he trusts. She can adapt much better. He can go pick her ass up next week. Um this one is by at Cali. Cali's finest, but is F Y N E S T. 
Justin cries a lot and can be a mess, but Alexis goes out of her way to embarrass and emasculate him to the viewers and production. There are many things she said we really didn't need to know, and it came off like intentionally shaming him. And it's just the Kanye meme and him shaking his head. And I agree with that because it's like, Justin has his problems, but Alexis, like we said, she just like thrives off of seeing him like embarrassed, humiliated, whatever. So she can go to hell. My last, this last one is by at Lexi underscore Lou. Kristen is such a dedicated wife. I can't wait for her to find love in her second marriage. <laughs> Mood. bitch but definitely move like you can you belong to somebody who's gonna appreciate you bitch who gonna wear their fucking ring on their job trips girl that's all i got her dedication to the desperation is just stressful that's what i'm gonna hashtag dedication to the desperation in this dancery (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't even that funny that's how i know we fucked up okay so my tweets of the week the first one is from underscore sdm26 and she says nate can't stand alexis ass he be lighting her up in his confessionals and it's this picture of steve harvey having a fucking ball (laughs) he when i tell you nate hate her down nate hate her down another one of my tweets is from another infamous what was said sweetie tweeter is from jay had it nine and he says alexis told us all justin is celibate had a wet dreams had wet dreams low stamina weak thrust and broke justin's trust by telling morgan that justin was helping ben through his marital issues and he still gave up his dog for her with the question marks and then this is meme with this lady like whoa 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 hold up now hold up hold up <laughs> And then my last tweet of the week is from Jen Jai here or Jinji here. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming that must be short for ginger. Is she a ginger? Let me go to her page. Yeah, she is a ginger. Okay, so it's short for um, Jinji. So Jinji here. And it says, if I wish I had an ex was a person, and it's the disappointment on Lindy's friend face. Like, oh, gee, I almost chose that one. Bitch. Damn, I really wish not. Because the cinematics that Lindy gives when she's trying to explain something is just like, girl, can you hurry up? And I get her because I am a long story short, but the story be long as hell, ass bitch. Yeah. Y'all niggas is funny. Period. My eye closing a little bit. <laughs> can I tell you I'm over here struggling and I still got shit to do I need you to call me when Jordan come in so I can look in his eyes and say you welcome um I take a shots for next week we don't really have one for Potomac we might just throw some out the day of I'm not gonna hold y'all anyways so we're gonna have you guys take a shot every time Miguel and Lindy argue Nate trauma provokes an argument Justin stands up for himself or Mitch tries to fight for the marriage because as we saw in the previews uh he told Kristen that he didn't want to lose her and this is like a different side of it because he was really pushing her away so anytime he actively fights for the marriage we want you guys to take a shot so boom that was it do you have any closing notes friends no bitch me either we both fucked up damn
Bye. All right, let me. <laughs> oh, damn. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.